Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Twenty twenty four list. Yeah, recap so. stadium clarity, retooling the wide receivers, Bobby Witt long term, Andy and Patrick hitting the reset button to pre twenty twenty three. I do find it interesting a little bit about the the Andy Reid thing. Like there were so many people wanting to throw darts at like the wide receiver coach. Yeah. And and what have you. And and my retort has always been they've got Matt Nagy and Andy Reid. Right. Like if there's I would like to think that if something was wrong, they would those are the guys that need to come and adjust it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not saying you go back to like high school terms, like run it right, but almost. And if, if, if like changing out that you're still Andy Reid's still running the offense, right. like Andy Reid's still the guy in charge. Like the buck stop, the buck does stop there. Absolutely. It does. You know, and I, I got into a conversation with, with, with somebody over the break, Josh, about, you know, you know, this team right now and, and the missing of Eric Bieniemy, And it was somebody that's in the know. And they said what they really miss with Eric Bieniemy is his ability to hold guys accountable, right? He didn't care if you were Travis sure. Kelsey or Patrick Mahomes or sure. Kareem Hunt or whoever it was. He'd get in your face, right? They don't really have that guy right now. And I said, that's on Andy Reid, man. Like, you're the head coach. The buck stops with you. If if, if there's not, if somebody's not being held accountable on the team. Stop, make them do it. Yeah, yeah and right. Make it and, simplified, and but yeah. I, you got to make them do it. And I know Andy's like a player's coach, and Eric Bieniemy was kind of that bad cop that was out there. But that bad cop, if you will, doesn't exist right now. That's got to be the head football coach. He has to be the bad cop in this situation. And, and you know, all the mistakes that were made in week one, we're still seeing right now. And, and to me, that's on Andy Reid. The false starts, the drop passes, the, you know, the, the boneheaded mistakes that they're making, that's all on the head coach. He needs to hold those guys accountable. And I think he's done that better the last couple of weeks. Tony has nowhere to be found. You know, I know injury, whatever they want to say about that, but he's nowhere to be found right now. MVS is being limited and everything that he's doing right now, they're starting to get the ball to Rasheed Rice more and, and and whatnot. But I mean that that accountability needs to be there. And if you don't have that bad cop as the head coach, that has to be you. There's just no other way yeah. around it. Uh, number five for me going into into 2024 things that KC sports fans can look forward to: legit college football every single Saturday. How great were the bowls, man? Right, and we'll get into more about that a little bit later on. But how great were the bowls? All three local teams put on a really good yep. show. All three local teams should be in contention next year in the top 25. Maybe two or three of them are in contention for the college football playoff. I like think we got all, legit football back, baby. Yeah, and yeah, we'll discuss this a little bit more coming up, um, coming up at nine twenty. But I think all three should have playoffs as a legit goal. Yeah, and uh, they're usually like, "What? That's insane!" Right? No, there's a twelve team playoff now, and all three local teams should be able to. Consider themselves, hey, that's that should be a legitimate goal for ours. Absolutely year. should be a legitimate goal for them. Number six on my list, the Royals competing for the Central for the first time since 2015. I mean, that right now, where the Royals are in this division with the pitching that they added, 
Expe- have expectations. Have expectations for this team. They obviously do. They spent $105 million. So the expectation needs to be you're competing for the Central Division this year. On the heels of that, number seven of the things we can look forward to, and I hate to say this one, 10-year anniversary celebration for the 2014 Royals. Mm. How fast did that 10 years ago? It went really fast. And I will say this, and I know people will probably throw tomato cans at me, but the 2014 Royals is the most important team of this generation in Kansas City. They set the groundwork for where we are right now. They showed you they could do it. And they changed the whole mindset of this city. That 2014 Royals baseball team right now, in my opinion, is the most important sports team we have seen in this modern era because they were able to springboard it into 2015, obviously, and win that World Series. And as they're winning, the Chiefs are across that parking lot going, damn, it's time for us to start winning. And Travis Kelsey has said that before. Andy Reid even said at that point in time, he goes, man, I think it's me. I can't win every baseball team where I go wins and whatnot. That jump started the Chiefs as an organization and transformed them into the team that they are right now. Jump started us as a sports city. too. Yeah, it really did. It really did. Uh, And on the heels of that. We're opening the KC Current Stadium this year. The first women's only specific stadium venue in the world is opening in Kansas City. That's something cool to look forward to. Um, number nine that we're looking for, a new team for MVS. Uh, I think we're all going to be excited about finding a new team wow. for him in 2024. Uh, and, and the number 10 thing that we're looking forward to, I think, as a sports fan, we have two Copa America matches here in Kansas City to kind of tool up for uh, the the uh, the World Cup, which is going to be here in 2026. There's going to be some big soccer matches here in Kansas City. It's not just the World Cup, but we got two big ones at Arrowhead and uh, at Children's Mercy Park continuing to cement ourselves as that quote unquote soccer capital of America. So when you look at that 2024 kind of sports calendar of Kansas city, there's a lot to look forward to this year. How many of these get accomplished? Hopefully we have stadium clarity in April. Hopefully the wide receiver position is retooled before the stadium vote Uh, (laughs) because that'll be Uh, April free agencies, March. We'll have T Higgins or somebody like that in the fold by then. Uh, The Bobby Witt long-term deal is going to, you know, kind of start, you know, picking up steam uh, as well. And then I'm interested to see how the Royals are going to celebrate the 2014 team. I know they didn't win the championship, but I still think that's the most important team that we've seen in the last decade in Kansas city. They laid the groundwork for everybody. Wear that sweatshirt proudly. It'll be like a, because it's an anniversary yeah. sweatshirt now. But I think they absolutely should have 14. some kind of, you know, deal for them at the at the stadium. And who would have thought that like Moose and Salvi, the only two that are still playing? Moose still playing? Well, at last I heard, I don't <laughs> I think he is. He's gonna be like Julio Franco here pretty soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> he'll be playing in every single league for every single team. Good for him. Glad he's still yeah. glad he's still uh glad he's still playing. All right. Today's turning point. <laughs> Holy mackerel! What a play! The biggest plays that changed the game. Right side drive intercepted on the left side. Picked off at the goal line at the 25-yard line. Picked off by Watson. Watson could go all the way. The seventh round pick. 10-5. Jalen Watson. It's time for Turning Point. All right. We kind of had the same answer, Bob, but in a different, in a different way. Yeah. Your turning point is that there wasn't a turning point. Yeah. Why? Because Legereus Sneed continues to shut down the biggest offensive weapon for the other team. And he did it again on Sunday. He just continues to take away the biggest offensive weapon. And when you can do that week in and week out, you've severely limited 
what the opposing team can do against you. And so for me, there wasn't that turning point moment. It was just Legereus Sneed the whole game, taking a guy who talks smack all week and held him to 41 yards. To me, that was the turning point in the game. Okay. I think mine's the same group, but I guess my turning point would be Jamar Chase earlier in the week. <laughs> I've taken a page <laughs> out of your book. The win wasn't over. It wasn't in the game. It was before Yeah. when he said, Ah, this defense. We know what we're capable of. Everyone in the lead does. That's why they, that's why Casey doubles the way they do. What stands out about that secondary for the Chiefs? If I'm being honest, nothing. They just know how to play us. They know the leverages. They know what splits we're in. They just know what we're going to do certain movements. Um, they throw a little double-doubles at us to stop the two best players on the outside, and that's all they do. I mean, it's not really like they got a Jalen Ramsey on these squads. You know what I'm saying? So... Not much. <laughs> that answer pisses me off even more now than well, it did it's just last such week. A stupid like last answer. week, I'm like, okay, Baltimore, all right, let's go. But then, then I'm like, yeah, they don't do anything different except for you know, come up with a great scheme. They know our leverages and they they know how to best attack us. Yeah, sounds smart to me, dude. What right? What do you say? They don't, don't do anything. They don't do anything, and then listed a bunch of things that they did. Well, they just double us. Yeah, yeah. and then say yeah. they don't have a Jalen Ramsey out there. No, but they have a Legereus Sneed. Yeah, yeah. Who's an All Pro cornerback and shut your ass down. Yeah. How's that feel, man? How's that taste? Forty-one yards, pedestrian. Forty-one so they yards. Double me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You because that's what you do. You do. You do at times double the. Really good offensive players. Travis Kelsey sometimes gets tripled. Yeah. That's the way it works. That's the way it goes, man. Be happy you're getting double and yeah. triple team. That's There's a some cool respect thing. There, but yeah. also, in the same vein going on, I don't think they do anything special. They just, you know, know how to guard us. And so. yeah, they know how to cover yeah. us. They know how to take away yeah. our leverages. They're really they know smart. It. Yeah. Because they have a really smart defensive coordinator. Right. Who what a dumb better answer. Better than anybody. My favorite part about that whole thing at the end, he's like, well, I can't control if I get the ball. So it's not my fault if I don't get the ball. Mm, like, yeah, oh, okay, right, gotcha, right. gotcha. Make yeah, sure you right, double right, up right. yourself. Now I, now, I will say, so I had last week, but it could have been also middle of June. Remember back the middle of June, this was Jamar Chase? Asked about the number one player in the NFL. With very little hesitation, you said Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Everybody knows that, yeah. That's easy. MVP. He said Pat. Who said Pat? Joe. Pat who? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Remember when he went Pat Hoover? Oh, uh, yeah. Back in June? That may be the turning point then, too. Yeah. Pat who? Pat who, baby? Huh. All right. Jamar's not very good at this. Very good wide receiver. But not a very good I don't smack talker. Not a very talker. good talker. No. He's not finding his, finding his way. Uh-uh. Huh. Uh, speaking of uh, Legereus Sneed, uh, you asked Derek Johnson about, about paying him, and he couldn't. Jump in fast enough. Would you pay him whatever he wants this offseason? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I had to cut you off. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just going to do this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, DJ yeah. was uh, was loving the defense, obviously. Gave up the three uh, scoring drives to start the game and then nothing after that. And uh, a lot of nice things to say about Snead and the guy that plays his position, right? Nick Bolton. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he is. He is. And I love seeing him play. Uh, um, and and unfortunately, he's a little bit hurt this year, so he doesn't have the stats that he that he that he should have. But he he's he's going to peak at the right time. And uh, we're going into postseason play soon. And uh, Nick Bolton needs to be in the middle of that defense. He it, it we do better with him there. 
They absorb the uh, the the trash talk. The I don't know who any of these guys are, and they don't do anything different. And Lejarius Sneed backs it up against Jamar Chase, and he hasn't allowed a, a touchdown on him one on one this year. It's amazing. Yeah, and you you look at the stat, you say, man, that's hard to do. It's a lot of every team has a couple really really good. Uh, leaks one really, really good uh, receiver and uh, um, uh, sneeze on it every single time. He doesn't hide from competition. He doesn't hide from anything. He's up in your face. I love that kind of player, you know. Uh, um, um, those those kind of players, uh, uh, I, I want them on my team on Sunday, on Sunday afternoon, because I know they're going to, uh, when the going gets tough, especially got some adversity. I love when uh, I know the fans don't love this, but I love when some adversity comes around and it's like, all right, what are we going to do? What's the adjustment? How do you get better? And that kind of shows you who we are and the confidence that we have, especially in the DB room. Uh, but Snead is, is at the top of the food chain when it comes to that. Would you pay him whatever he wants this offseason? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I had to cut you off. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Need, need him. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah, pay him. Pay, pay him. him. Pay the man his money. Yeah. yeah. He's earned every bit of it. I'd l- in a perfect world, you get a deal done with Legarius Need and you don't have to use the franchise tag on him. You use the franchise tag on Chris Jones and you trade his rights to somebody and get some draft picks back in return. That's the perfect world. Well, we already missed the perfect world. The perfect world was to get Chris Jones done on time last offseason right. and then have a little bit of a window to get Legarius Need done before the season. Exactly, exactly. And, they, and that's kind of what they wanted. Chris they, Jones screwed the whole they thing missed, up. They missed the perfect world there. Yeah. So now it's, well... To me, Sneed's moved to the top of the pecking order. Right. And I've had some people tell me, Veach read it wrong. No, he didn't. He did not read it wrong. The whole plan was to get Chris Jones done, probably sign DeAndre Hopkins when they had how much money left over, and then get a deal done with LeJarrius Sneed before he got into this season. Now you're into this season, LeJarrius Sneed's like, I'll call you. Don't call me. You know, yeah, yeah. I'll call you when I'm ready to sign, you know, that contract. But Chris Jones screwed this whole thing up. I mean, if they, if they if they end up not winning a championship and everybody wants to blame the wide receivers, you got to blame Chris Jones on this one for the being timing, selfish. The, man. Timing, the timing did not yeah. uh, did not jive. And I understand being selfish. I'm, I'm not here to say he shouldn't be. But when you're leading people down a road and you thought everything was going to be done and you, you figured he'd miss a day of training camp and he ends up missing the first game and it handcuffs you from doing mm. anything else this offseason – Chris Jones got to look in the mirror, too, and go, yeah, you kind of held things up, man. Surprise, surprise, a bowl game with a Pop-Tart was a hit. We'll get to that next. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, this was going into uh, to yesterday. I, I'm assuming 
And I don't even count the the national semifinals as bowl games anymore. No, they're even not. They do, which yeah. is silly. Like, so-and-so set a Sugar Bowl record. Well, it's not even really a Sugar Bowl. It's a semifinals. Like, enough. The trophy presentation for the Rose Bowl is everything to me that is wrong with college football. Three old dudes in sport coats, <laughs> some sponsor, another old dude in a red sport coat yeah. presenting a trophy that nobody could figure out what the name of it was. There was a... Um, woman who was a Michigan fan, though. Yeah, she was on stage. Yep, she yep. was on, their, yeah. on stage, too. I know. That uh, celebrated. But, hey, they pay for it. You know, right. what do you want? They're exactly. The but the bill. Th- that's what I look at. I'm looking at that and going, and you wonder why kids are sitting out. All these people on stage <laughs> made more money tonight than any of these kids playing in this game. So this was ahead of yesterday. Maybe yesterday beats it. I don't know. Well, certainly it will for the semifinals. It will. But um, the Pop-Tarts Bowl drew the largest audience of any bowl game so far, mm-hmm. averaging 4.3 million viewers on ESPN. Everybody wanted to see the Pop-Tart get eaten. From uh, Sports Media Watch. And it was great. The toaster, the Pop-Tart, the post-game ceremony. The whole thing was awesome. It was fantastic. That needs to be a, like a major bowl. The more gimmicks you can have in these games that don't matter, mm-hmm. the better. The better it is, yeah. I was hoping Chris Kleiman was like looking for the double dare flag in that Pop-Tart at one point. So the 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 pop tart. I mean, the pop tart commercials. Were, I mean, I was I was locked in. Oh, on the it was fantastic. Sport. Yeah, it was wonderful. They did a great job with that. And that's you're right. That's the way it needs to be. Cheez Its tried it yesterday. Then your team failed to score. Correct. But then the Cheez It guy also says I'm not an edible mascot, yeah. which which <laughs> did take away from it a little bit. He yeah. had a sign that says not a non edible mascot, <laughs> which was kind of weird. Uh, but they did all kinds of uh, dumb stuff too. They were giving like free haircuts on the sideline. Yeah. During the game, and if you if you, they were buzzing in Cheez Its in your hairline. Oh, that's you, cool. I mean, they, they, I'm like, I love those games. It's just all kinds of just nonsensical. Not the Duke's Mayo Bowl. We laugh, and it, it it works. Somebody got coffee dumped on them too. The, the coffee yeah. one where the coach said it was great. I got coffee down my crack. Right. Yes. Um, the more gimmicks, the better. Right. So so good job, good job by by those bowls that, especially the ones that don't. Again, they don't matter. They don't matter. Right? None they of them matter. matter. There's they, two bowl, three bowl games that team. matter. The two that matter were played last night. Right. And there's one more that's going to be played a week from tomorrow so or the, yesterday. Good job by the Pop-Tarts Bowl. Also, yeah. so K-State was in that one. Fantastic. Um, got a win. You got your your young quarterback. Your glimpse of the future. That's right. I mean, you did get a little glimpse from during the season, but, you know, definitively mm-hmm. made you feel good K-State about it. K-State fans felt really good, yeah. Right. Uh KU fans got to feel great. Put up darn near 50. Yeah, nice win. Yeah. In a terribly officiated game. Horribly officiated. Like, you thought the NFL officials were. I've never seen a game like that KU UNLV game. Um, Missouri beating Ohio State with a great fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. And I don't care who wasn't playing. Right. You still beat Ohio State. You don't care who wasn't playing. It says you beat number seven Ohio State. That's all that matters. That's it. It's forever in your log. Nobody's going to remember that in five years or five weeks. And Cody Schrader finished off a great career. I mean, unbelievable what his story is about. Crazy. I mean, just going out there and beating Ohio State and having those kind of bragging rights, that's the biggest win in Missouri history. And I'm talking about the state of Missouri. I'm talking about the university. I'm talking about everything. That's the biggest win that that state's ever experienced. Their coach coach got a new contract. Oh, yeah. Contract extension, right? Great win. Drinkwitz got a contract extension um so because at this time last year we're talking about drinkwitz potentially being fired right Cer- certainly hot seat right yeah so heading into next year 12 team playoff mm-hmm. big 12 should be absolutely up for grabs absolutely looks like a lot of ku's returning mm-hmm. you feel good about that k-state is big promise from their young quarterback and more yep 
Both those teams should have every reason to think they could be in the mix for the Big 12, right? If you're Kansas, Missouri, and Kansas State, you would better go into the season with the expectation of making the college football playoff. Missouri should come back with some fight after being almost there this year. Yeah. There's no reason to think they can't be in the SEC playoff mix, which is what? I don't know. They had five teams in the top 12 this year. Mm-hmm. That's going to be about the norm. Be one of those five. Right. You set the bar now. Be one of those five. Yeah. So all three of those local teams should have aspirations, legitimate aspirations of, a, hey, we get the playoff next year. Absolutely. And if you whereas don't before, have those expectations, you're doing it wrong. Whereas before, the 14 playoff was damn hard to get into. Really mm-hmm. was. Now you're like, oh, no, this can be this can be attainable. Right. We can get ourselves in the mix. All three should have that as a, a legitimate goal next season. Big 12, who knows? Who knows, man? That thing's wide SEC open. SEC is going to have a regular batch of teams uh, that that are in the mix for the, for the playoff now, right? They're right. going to have a, a huge number every year, right? Mm-hmm. This year would have been like five. Um, I'm guessing that's probably going to be about the norm, right? Right. Uh, so, yeah, you want go for it. All three teams, go for it. You're not rolling your eyes. It's legit. It's, it, it is legit. And and hopefully everybody, you know, who has an opportunity to play in the 12-team playoff does play in it. Because if you have the opt-outs and then we have a Florida State thing happen where, you know, you didn't get a top four seed in a home game or whatever, and all your players opted out because you were the eighth seed in the 12-team playoff and you get beat 35 nothing, you know, like Florida State did or whatever it was. Like, I, I hope hopefully the 12-team playoff does encourage everybody to stay around and not opt out early because I don't need to see a Florida State performance, and I sure as hell don't need to see Liberty. Why are they playing on New Year's Day? Why am I being forced to watch Liberty? Liberty. And I'm sorry, you're going to have to see Liberty again because apparently when it comes to the 12 play, a group five gets an automatic bid. So Liberty, like Liberty, SMU, one of those schools could get the automatic bid because they're a power five school. Yeah, but Liberty has shown like, like I think they showed yesterday a group of five. Yeah. Although SMU buying its way in. I know. Crazy. Um, Remember, they're buying buying into the ACC. Yeah. But I, I, I think what we saw is that maybe a group of five just still doesn't belong, man. Like you went out and played Oregon and it was never a game. It was never a game. I don't, they I don't slobber knocked you. I don't man. hate it. And I don't know. I, I think the month is still to me, the problem. It's always been the problem, but it's not going to be that next the, year. Right? right. That's what I'm saying. Like the month has always been a problem to me. Yes. It, it fits in nicely in the calendar where the, you get to finish up your finals mm-hmm. and then practice and blah, 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 blah. makes teams stale. It you really never know. Does, yeah. Like 30 days. You, you have no idea how good that's right. It could be like my team, and you spent thirty days doing God knows what because you look exact, exactly the same. Um, yeah, what kind of pl- what kind of but, practice did they but get? But like, in? yeah, I'm with you on the opt outs. Like, again, I'm if I'm Mizzou, I'm taking the win. Over. Oh hell yeah, I'm taking, you do. Okay? Yeah, but there's no reason that the seventh ranked team in the country has a kid number, wearing number thirty three playing quarterback. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, wait a minute. Yep. Or or um, uh, Tennessee yesterday. Again, crushing my Iowa team, but their next quarterback. You're making your first college start in a bowl game? Mm-hmm. Used to be the bowl games were for <sighs> reward for seniors kid, and all this kind of stuff. Great. Yeah. Gives, you, gives you a nice little sneak peek at next season. But, like, yeah, it's uh, you're supposed to be playing your team at the end of the year. And, again, the system's set up so you don't have to, and I don't blame you for not doing it. Mm-hmm. But but certainly I can't imagine you're going to get 12-team playoff and have a, have this many um, in that, you know, that the teams uh, five to 12 I, are going to opt out like they did for the for the current. I love it the fact that right now, 
where when it doesn't mean something in these bowl games that all these kids are opting out and the attendance is way down. Like, I love that. That That's like an, an up yours to college football for me because you've had so many years to fix this thing. You've had so many years to do it right, and you got arrogant, and you got greedy, and you got just kind of dialed into this is the way we're going to do it. And eventually everybody just went, nah, that's not how we're going to do it anymore. And so take your bowl game and shove it. Because for me as a player who's going to get drafted or potentially transfer or have the NIL money now, these bowl games just aren't worth it for anyone. And and you can see by the crowds. I mean, I remember, and I, and I hate saying that, I remember, but like New Year's Day when we were kids, man, that was a big deal. Those games were sold out. Places were packed. This was a big deal to go to a bowl game. And now you're playing with guys that they're finding like an English lit because they didn't have enough players. Mm-hmm. Hey, anybody got a guy that's a decent size in their English lit class that can play? Yeah, I got a guy, coach. Okay, bring him on over. Like, that's what bowl games were. Well, that's the problem right now with college football is you have that early transfer portal process. And with these bowl games being so late, they have to make the decision. Do I play in the bowl game or yeah. do I make the transfer? And most kids are going to take the transfer. Take the transfer. Right. Absolutely. And they should. Yeah. And they should. They, they should. absolutely they'll, should. They'll get the, once they get the calendar resolved, too, and I think they will, I think that that will iron itself out first. You'll have less of those. But also make yeah. him, make him, you're gonna, we're going to have more meaningful games. Gives more fan bases the opportunity to stay involved. Yeah. Gives more, like, again, the three local schools to have a different, a different, actually attainable goal right. for uh, for next year. And it, uh, I guess it makes them much like the NFL. We'll explain why next. Fesco in the morning. One of the greatest duos. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. Well, I'll tell you what, the winter season is here. And as much as you don't like that snow, we all have to deal with it, right? And if you go to the airport, the last thing you want to do is come home from a late night flight and have to clean off your car because it was sipped out in the snow. Well, if you use the good folks over at Park and Go, you won't have that problem because all spots are covered at Park and Go. That way, your car is always protected from the elements, whether it's the snow, the ice, the nastiness of winter, whether it's the hot sun of the summertime, it doesn't matter. Your car is always going to be protected, and you're going to get a great low rate on airport parking when you book ahead and prepay at bookparkandgo.com. The very easy website to navigate, very easy app to navigate. In fact, what I do now is when I purchase a plane ticket, I go and reserve my parking right away. That way it's taken care of, pay for it right away, and that way you don't have to worry about it at all. It is done, and you know you got the lowest rate possible at parking go so do what we did and join their frequent parker program and earn points towards free parking reserve your spot today at bookparkandgo.com the best deals in parking bookparkandgo.com park and go family owned and operated at century roofing we are celebrating being voted best of johnson county for the second year in a row we are extending our free material upgrade sale to all roof replacement customers get a class three or four impact resistance shingle for the same price as a standard 30-year or premium shingle save on your insurance premium and add value to your home schedule your estimate today from casey based and female owned century roofing trust the pillars of strength century roofing casey.com century roofing trust the pillars of strength with the new year comes new commitments. Make life easy with Old Shawnee Pizza's Tuesday special. Any single topping pizza is just $14.99. Go to ShawneePizza.com. Old Shawnee Pizza with three locations, Shawnee, Lenexa, and now the Crossroads for carryout. Best go in the morning returns in just a couple minutes. But first, I need to tell you about my good friends over at Slim for Life. Back in June, had to make a life decision. I was in a bad way, weighed 444 pounds. 
a lot of health problems. He's on uh, blood pressure medication, high blood pressure through the roof. So I called Slim for Life, hooked up with my girl Leanne at the 119th and Metcalf location. She's put me on a plan, and it is working to perfection. Now down over 95 pounds. I've lost 22 inches of fat off of my frame so far. Never to come back. It's all thanks to Slim for Life. You got that extra weight that you need to take off that 20, that 50, that 100, or even 200 pounds like myself? Well, now is the time to call. Book that free consultation. When you tell them that you heard it from Beat Up, you get the lowest prices of the year at their year-end savings spectacular. 833-SLIM today. That's the number you need to call, 833-754-6863. Or you can hit them online at slim4life.com. All services included, exclusive of products. So what are you waiting for? Time to put yourself first. Be happy, be healthy, be slim for life. Make the call. Tell them B-Dub sent you. Men, it's the new year. And for many of us, it's a time of deciding to make positive changes in our lives. This is Jeff for Heartland Men's Health, and if you're suffering with erectile dysfunction and are tired of the frustration and embarrassment ED causes, you should call Heartland Men's Health today, because there probably isn't a better resolution you can make than to be done with ED. You see, ED doesn't just affect you, it can also affect your partner, even if they don't talk about it. But here's some great news. If you're like most guys, the treatments at Heartland Men's Health will give you back your sex life, because our protocols have success rates that work in well over 90% of cases. Seriously. You might even find you're performing like you haven't in years. So, make an appointment and get ED out of your life. Your initial visit is only $99 and includes blood work, a medical consult, and if medically advised, a test dose. And if that test dose doesn't work in the office, your visit is free. Call 844-447-6600 or go to heartlandmenshealth.com. That's heartlandmenshealth.com. Heartland Men's Health, a Promenic Restorative Health Practice. Brought to you by the Xfinity 10G. Get a reliable home network so everyone can work, stream, and game at the same time. It is weird because it's Tuesday, everyone. It's Tuesday. Remember that. Uh, short week, though, for everybody. So it that's is. Good. Yeah. That's good. All right. I was talking about the uh, the influx of fandoms that can now be involved in a, in a 12-team playoff. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's, that's good. That could only be good. How, how good do you think it is going to be, though, next year in college football? Like, it's going to be every week where we're looking at those standings and trying to figure out who's going to be in. And, like, I think it's going to be then, fantastic. Well, and then you're going to have the debate of it's stupid. We don't need these teams. And these are going to be terrible first-round playoff. You know, we're gonna, nah, they're we'll, going to be on we'll get, site, though. We'll get all, we'll get all that talk. Yes, there's going to be some bad first-round playoff games. There's always there's always bad. bad there's always a chance of that. But, no, the – the, the talk and the drama and all it's gonna be great. So it's what we're great. gonna see next year is a bad first round playoff then, game and somebody's gonna go see this is why we didn't need to do a twelve team playoff. And for your fan base, would you rather be engaged in something or uh watch a party you're never invited to? Yeah. You're you're gonna be alive for this thing, man. You got a chance. And all three local teams have a chance. And that's what has made the NFL, whether it be real or not, 
it's what made the NFL so great over these last 25 years is that every fan base wakes up on September 1st feeling like they've got an opportunity to be in the postseason. You can't say that about baseball. You can't say that about other sports, right? But in the NFL, you wake up as a fan base and you can squint no matter how bad your team was the year before and say, ah, it breaks. We could go 10 and seven and get in and win a weak division, right? And now you have the opportunity to do that in college. I think it's fantastic. Like, I'm so excited for next college football season. You know, I got back into college football this year. Thank God I didn't watch Iowa or I wouldn't have been back into it. Um, But I I got back in big time this year. And now knowing that my alma mater has got a legit chance and every every local team has a legit chance to be in. I had every Saturday and Sunday, Bob, to watch no offense with tons of defense. (laughs) I'm kidding. I kid the Sunday one. All right. I'm just kidding. Not really, though. I'm just kidding. But no, there was a lot of games reminiscent. Like, oh, defense got to bail you out again. Right. That was my Saturdays, too. So, yeah, it's been rough. No, but Um, but but, but knowing you have a chance. I mean, as bad as your team was offensively, Josh and they stunk right they still played on a New Year's Day stage and still had an opportunity well, to do something they actually, cool they right had, well they, they were just, you know close to wedging their way in like Missouri this right. year like if you're a Missouri fan we'd be like damn I wish it was 12 this year yeah right. yeah you, you been do because you you're like yeah I can't see myself getting to the four but right but 12 right like don't remind me okay <laughs> sorry that should be how it is yep. you know like now like hey give everybody a little more of a chance four we did it it was great if it's gonna provide the best games you know what we could still have a great four to two like a semifinal to final every year yeah by teams backing up with who they are right we could, we could still have that guess what you know what I mean? Sure. So the best teams can still sort themselves out and have a semifinal or final. We just get an extra round of fun. That's right. An extra and round. Give, and give more more teams the opportunity to, to get in on the fun. And maybe crack the puzzle every once in a while. But, you know, a lot of a lot of schools didn't have that opportunity. I think they will. I think the Big 12 will. Mm-hmm. I, think the, I think this opens up some things for the Big 12. I don't even count Texas now because that's like, I feel like they're, they, were, they were already gone before last night. You know right. what I mean? So yeah, it's sure. like they've already advanced. But, okay, the rest of you, now you got a, you got a chance to be in this thing. So so let's go. I saw a funny um, tweet from somebody last night after the uh, the first game was over, the Michigan game, uh, Alabama. It said the college football playoff committee has decided to vote Alabama to the next mm-hmm. round. Yeah. It was from Not Sports Center. The yep. college football playoff committee has advanced Alabama to the national championship game over Michigan. It was a tough decision for all of us, but Alabama now has two quality losses. Michigan, Michigan can't say that. We think this will prove to be the right call. Yeah. And it's like two dopes from the college football playoff committee standing there, right? Like, it's, it is absolutely fantastic. The that other, they go, that the other good one from college today is um, Texas fan complaining because um, those were uh, Big Ten refs last night. So they well, played the a Big Ten's rooting for Washington. Yeah. Then their refs are too. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, everyone's like, oh, everyone's talking like, oh, SEC is going to be powerhouse. Well, we have a Big Ten pretty much championship game Monday night because yeah. Washington's going to be there. Wa- Big Ten to me is going to be more exciting than the SEC next year with the ga- the yes. games. Yeah. Oh, God. It's going yes. to be, I won't say wide open like the big, I think the Big 12 can be. And the SEC is never really wide open. No. You know, it's like we know Georgia and Alabama. You know who's going to be at there. But the Big Ten could be crazy. The Big Ten's going to be nuts. Tracy Wolfson had a tweet this morning that I went, holy cow, to. It was, she said, do you realize that the national championship game is going to be a rematch next year as a regular season conference Big Ten game? Yeah. Because yeah. Washington and Michigan play yep. each other next year. Yep. If you turn the W upside down, it's M versus M. Or if you turn the M upside down, it's WVW. Hmm. 
Bet you didn't know that. I, I did. Also, if you're talking local schools, Mizzou has an easy SEC schedule. Out of all the teams they play, they have to go to Alabama and they get Oklahoma at home. That's the only they miss Ole Miss, Georgia, Tennessee, all other ranked yeah, teams. The schedule does set up nicely you take for Mizzou. Of those years, yeah, man. you do. Again, my team was in the conference championship game because <laughs> of a weak schedule. Right, with the punter. <laughs> You yeah. roll with it. Give yourself a chance. Watch KU get in a in a twelve team playoff next year and have a home game at Arrowhead. Oh, <laughs> that that'll oh, be geez. the luck. Right? Oh jeez. Oh. <laughs> no, you just put them on that field and you everybody breaks a chair. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You sit around like that's old right. school. Yeah. Set up some yep. police tape yep. and everybody yep. sits behind it. Yeah, everybody sits One on the hill. One of those old snow fences. Everybody sits on the hill or around the field <laughs> on their own bring your own chair. Yeah. Um, so you know, I don't know, make it like the NFL. Uh Tom Pelissero of NFL Network uh, tweets this today. A historic week eighteen is ahead for the NFL. Twenty teams are still in contention for a trip to the Super Bowl, which ties for the most with one week remaining in the last four. 41 years since a record 22 in 1982. 20 teams are still uh, vying. How many teams were in the league in in 82? 28, 26? No Jags, no Panthers. Panthers, no Texans were in. Texans were not there. We're in Tennessee. You know, the Titans were there. Yeah, there was a team there. I'm going to guess 26 or 28 teams. Raiders still didn't have a team. This is crazy. So 10 teams, 10 teams uh, are available in each. Yeah. Crazy. It's nuts. Or wait, is it 19? He said 20, but I thought it was 19. Oh, no, the Falcons. I'm sorry. The Falcons. The Falcons haven't been eliminated, but they're... (laughs) They don't have the tiebreaker currently with the Bears. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Which is weird because... The Bears are eliminated, but the Falcons are not. not. So that's what it is. Okay, so the Falcons are technically in 12th, but they're still in ahead of the 11th, 11th seeded Bears. Right, because they can still win that division. Correct. Which, again, is a, you know. 20 20 teams. That's what the NFL wants. It's great for the league. I was talking to my wife about this yesterday, and she's like, you know, we're talking about like who the best team is in the in the league, and of course now she's a big Ravens supporter. I told you the Ravens and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, the Ravens are pretty good. But there's no clear-cut good team this year in this league. If if I held you down, Josh, and the said, Ravens have won the the popularity it, contest this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna hold you down. And say who's the best the team regular, in the NFL? They have Who won is the it? regular. Se- they have won the regular season title. Yeah, I think they have this year. Okay. Yeah. San Francisco had it for a minute. Yep. Now it's I think it's it's Baltimore. Yeah. Baltimore is the number. one. They want it. That doesn't, doesn't you mean other anything. Than a, than a buy. Baltimore's going to have more pressure on them in the playoffs than any other team in the league. Mm-hmm. Because now it's really put up or shut yeah, up time. Eagles. <laughs> but I don't well, know. no, the Eagles. <laughs> the the Eagles are going to flame out. Yeah. Like they're they're a candle that's burning on its last. I mean, they will tired. They're 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 not a good football team right yeah, now. Yeah. No, I don't think there's pressure on the Eagles at all. No, I'm just saying their their fan base from the fan base perspective going to, going to implode. But, but no, I mean, no. from like a national, no, like who needs it? to win it? Like prove it. Yeah. it it's yeah. it is uh, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens because every year that he's been in the playoffs, they flamed out, and if they flame out again in the playoffs this year. People are going to start saying, God, I don't know if Lamar's the guy that can get it done in the postseason. So I think there's a lot of pressure on the Baltimore Ravens, more so on them than than anybody, really. Mm-hmm. More so than San Francisco, more so than the Rams, more than the Chiefs. I mean, 
you start to go down the list of teams that are in the postseason that actually have true pressure on them. Yeah, it's Baltimore, man. It is Baltimore, and I don't even know who number two would be on that list. Would you, if if they made it, would you put the Bills on that list just because of how weak the AFC is this year? If they get to the two, I think it puts a lot of pressure yeah, on them. Yeah, I, I think it does. Yeah. If they beat Miami, then all of a sudden they do have pressure now, too, because allegedly the Chiefs aren't standing in the way at Arrowhead. Right, because, oh, no. Because if they play the Chiefs, it will be in Orchard Park. Mm hmm. Right, that's why, and all the Bills fans say, oh, we can't beat you at Arrowhead in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, there'll be some pressure on on Buffalo, but nothing like it is going to be on Baltimore. Buffalo in January sucks. You could be going nowhere. True. True. Game by game. Game to game. Never wanted a a late-season Buffalo run, though. I'd love to go to a game at Buffalo. September. September September sounds sounds Mm -hmm. delightful. Not even October. Yeah. And I think they would have to win. Also, they would have to win their division for that to happen next year, right? Wasn't there that scenario where, like, the Chiefs kept entertaining the Bills here yeah, and right. the scenarios yeah. had worked out, but they would have to then be this on the same line, so the Bills would have to win the division for the Chiefs to go back there, I think? I think Some, so. Something, something weird like yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Whatever the upcoming schedules are. Right. Um, again, I'm spending other people's money here. If I'm the Chiefs, there's again of the 20 teams that are still in contention. Chiefs are locked in. They're locked into the three. Mm-hmm. Nothing they, they can't go to the two. Those that's gone. If they could go to the two, I think it'd be a different scenario. They can't get to the two. There's no reason for anybody to play. No, like I'm taking everybody out. Um, I think Travis Kelsey's run at history. I would acquiesce to. Yeah, I'm how giving Travis you, his 16 yards. How about I get you the first? How about I get you the first series? I, I gotta get him those yards. I'm gonna get you the first series, and Blaine Gabbert's gonna have to try to get you over a thousand. We good? We good, Trav? Right? Yeah. Um, I I appreciate wholeheartedly that Rashi Rice is close to a thousand. Sorry, need you in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, c- close to a thousand, two beat up this year. Not a chance. Gonna have to ride you in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, sorry. Um, I'd love to see all three of them get those numbers. That'd be great. Not just for their incentives and their purses, but for all the, this offense stinks. You had 2000 yard receivers and a thousand yard rusher. rusher. Chiefs haven't done that since 2017. Pretty pretty good. But I, I don't, but I don't do that. No reason, no reason to play. Yeah. Done. Bubble wrap you both. Mm -hmm. Uh, Travis, I'm only doing this for history, right? Yeah, for history. Yeah, and I don't care if it takes past then, the first drive. I'm doing it for Travis. And then I don't know contractually who is owed what for what. Travis gets it on the first play, right? <laughs> Let's just call it right well, yeah, now. I'm envisioning <laughs> you set up a tunnel screen. Yeah. Blaine Gabbert flares it out to him. And he does that shimmy, and he gets 17 yeah. on the first yeah. play. Maybe I work some out with the Chargers, too, because you just let him have it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, it's funny you say that, because I've been thinking that all morning. Like, do you go up to those dudes and just be like, hey, man, you, you, 16, you, 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 come on, Let's this guy over here, you, you don't even have a coach. Yeah. Um, Who is the coach of the Chargers right now? Isn't it Dom Cheedy? No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> um, it's. Uh, JoJo's the GM, right? GIF is the head coach. GIF, that's right. GIF Rogers. GIF, JoJo, and Easton. That's 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 who the Chiefs are facing this week. Mm -hmm. Um, How about that guy GIF waking up one morning and you're the coach of the Chargers? The who? (laughs) I got a guy on the other line about some. Yeah. GIF, JoJo, and Easton. That's 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 what the Chargers are doing right now. So, again, I don't know contractually who is owed what or how close and blah, blah, blah. 
I'm the Chiefs. Money, let's pay it. Let's mm-hmm. pay it. It's more important to get rest. And you know what? That sends a good message to like potential free let's just, agents. Let's just, let's just let's just pay you the, if you're close. We'll pay you these bonuses. Let's rest and, and gear up for the uh, for the postseason. Yeah. But again, I can't spend their money, and I can't. Do, but I ha- I don't have any need to see anybody out there uh, of prominence this week. Why why take that risk? I look at like ugh, the Dolphins. Oh my God, Bradley Chubb, Xavier Howard, two is hurt. Waddles banged up. Waddles like, banged up. You're like, mm. Mm. the Chubb one got to me because it was so late. Yeah. So late in the game, the yeah. day, you're like, oh, my goodness, why? And late in the season, yeah. too. I mean, that's season, a big loss like for you them. You can't do those things. So um, you have the opportunity. It'd be a different story. I think I think that the two was the two seed was in play. I think they would play for it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, sure. I don't think that they would be like, well, you know, if we get it, we get it. I think that they would try to play for the two seed, but it's not. It's not. You're no. locked into to, to where you're at. Um, and if you don't care about who you're playing, which you shouldn't, right? Right. Um, you just you do you do you. Mm-hmm. So, but again, I don't. I'm sure more people will play than would be on my veto list <laughs> this week. Well, you have to, otherwise you can't field a team. But uh, no chances, man. No chances. No, but it, and if you pay those guys their bonuses when they didn't quote unquote earn them technically. That sets a good foundation yeah, for going into sure. the offseason. Hey, we got an ownership here that's going to take care of their players. So you want to come to Kansas City, not only win, but ownership's going to take care of you. If you're close and the game doesn't mean anything and they're not going to let you play, they're still going to pay you your bonus. You know, mm-hmm. like those are the things that put you over the top and kind of separate you from everybody else. You got to have that that good vibe when you come here. And if ownership is paying out bonuses when they don't have to, that's a great vibe to have for this team because you are going to be recruiting free agents this offseason. It's going to be a little bit different. There's going to be a lot of uh, you know, a lot of retooling of that wide receiver position, maybe the offensive line as well, and who knows what happens with the defensive line. Yeah, Chris Jones is going to want to play to get that bonus money. I get it. Yeah. Hey, just give him the bonus money. Like, see ya. Like, scratch you give check. him the bonus money? You know <laughs> you could have said you, you, you missed a game at the beginning of the year, sir. True, true. Like, he's one where I would kind of look at and go, if I'm giving you the bonus money. No, I would. I would. Like, okay. Where, what do you need? We close? Split the difference? Whatever. Make mm. it work. I don't even know if you can split the difference. Probably NFLPA get involved. Oh, <laughs> split, God, yeah. Split the difference. But just pay it out. Just pay it out. And uh, and give everybody the rest. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing to play for. I don't need I don't need offensive rhythm. I don't need. No. You need health. <laughs> yeah. You need absolute health. Offensive rhythm. That's not happening this year. Well, you know, you know, but you know, get a get more and more chance in a game. To, no, yeah. you can do all that in practice, man. So we'll see what they do. I'm guessing there'll be at least some that that get some reps. But this better be a Blaine Gabbert show. Oh hell yeah, yeah. Needs to be. He's a real American. He is. Yeah. Set himself up to go sign a contract with Denver. <laughs> you keep him in the West. <laughs> Everybody, look at record back in the West. Here's your audition with Blaine Gabbert. Hey, if you missed any of the show today, our uh, chats with uh, Danon Hughes, with Pete Sweeney, with Derek Johnson, my chat with uh, Justin Brady, the postgame locker room, everything we went through on the show today, you can catch up anytime, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download it for uh, free. That'll do it for us. Cody and Gold, come your way next on 610 Sports Radio. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. 
Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.